It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Emily Campagno, and this is the Fox True Crime Podcast. On Sunday, August 6th, 2023, a missing persons investigation took a tragic turn when the remains of 37-year-old Rachel Morin were found along a hiking trail in Bel Air, Maryland. Rachel was first reported missing the previous night when her boyfriend, Richard Tobin, called police after she did not return home from her walk on the popular Ma and Pa Trail earlier that day. Authorities have ruled Rachel's death a homicide and are urging the public to come forward with any tips or information they may have, including video they may have taken while hiking on the trail that night. Rachel was a mother of five, and the shocking murder along the well-used nature trail has rocked the sleepy, safe Harford County community. Audrey Conklin is a reporter with Fox News Digital, and she joins me now to break down the details of this horrific crime pretty horrific case from what I understand. This woman, Rachel Morin, who's 37, mother of five, she she goes on a jog around 6.30 p.m. on Saturday, which was August 5th. And uh, this was on the Ma and Pa Trail in Bel Air, Maryland, um, which is, from my understanding, a very popular walking trail. Um, I have one like it where I live. You know, it's a place where people just bike and walk their dogs and that kind of thing. It was something that she did pretty regularly, um, but she didn't come home that evening. And her boyfriend, his name is Richard Tobin. He's about 10 years her junior. He reported her missing around 11 p.m. that same evening that she went for a jog. And um, a search volunteer found her body the next afternoon, so Sunday afternoon. And the Harford County Sheriff, uh, Jeff Gaylor, he has said that she was killed in a pretty horrific manner, but they're still searching for suspects. So nobody really knows what happened at this point. And tell us a little bit about her boyfriend. What do we know about him and how has he been reacting to this horrific tragedy? We know that he has a criminal history. He's got some priors. But he's never been accused of killing anyone or anything like that. He uh, he has been accused of some domestic incidents and some misdemeanors. Um, but he says on social media that he has cleaned up. He's changed his life. He's a better person now. And he, and he has nothing to do with her death. That's what he's saying on social media. And as far as we know, you know, there are no suspects or persons of interest at this point. And the sheriff has warned people from pointing fingers at the boyfriend um, and from speculating on Facebook and Twitter and that kind of thing. So all we know right now is that is what he said, which is that he was not involved. And, um, you know, so far he has nothing to do with it. Um, We just know that they were together and he reported her missing. Right. And this is a small town. You know, it's about 30 miles north of Baltimore, but the population is just about 10,000 people. So this has really shaken that local community. Yes, it has. Um, It's a safe town from what we know, northeast of Baltimore, like you said. Um, It really doesn't have a reputation for anything like this happening. Um, It seems like 
this trail, the Mon Pa Trail, is something people use regularly. She was jogging at 6.30 p.m., so I would imagine it was, you know, still pretty light out then. Um, we know that she passed by people on the way. People saw her when she was working out. But then she just vanished. So I'm I'm guessing investigators and others are trying to find out what happened between the time she was passing by people jogging on the trail, the time she appeared to just vanish from the trail, and when she turned up dead the next day near the trail but not on it. So, you know, there's a, a wooded area around this walking trail, and that's where she was found. But we don't know the exact location because the sheriff's office is not disclosing that yet. Right. Audrey, thank you so much for this update. We're so grateful and we look forward to connecting with you as more developments occur. Oh, yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Coming up, we're giving you a boots on the ground perspective with Chief Deputy Colonel William Davis. Up next. Fox News Radio On Demand on the Fox News app. Download the app and just click listen. When you swipe left, you can listen to your favorite Fox News talk shows live. Swipe right for the latest Fox News Radio newscasts on demand. Fox News Radio on the Fox News app. Download it today. Here with details about the state of the investigation and what the public needs to know is Chief Deputy at the Harford County Sheriff's Office, Colonel William Davis. Thank you uh, for having us on and allowing us to get some of this information out to hopefully help us bring this case to a resolution and bring peace to her family. Let's just pass Saturday on August 5th. Our victim, Rachel Moran, went out for a walk on what we call the Mom Pa Trail. It's a trail that runs through Harford County, goes through some neighborhoods. It also goes through some business areas and also some wooded areas. It's a place where many people in our community use it to exercise, to get to go out and get to keep themselves fit or just enjoy the, the county. And this type of incident is something that is uh, very remote and does not happen here in Harford County. So on Saturday at approximately 11.23 in the evening p.m., our deputies responded out for a missing person. It was reported um, this, this missing person, Rachel Moran, was reported by her boyfriend. Um, she was 37 years of age, and she was headed out for um, a walk on the trail. Uh, shortly thereafter, our deputies arrived on the scene, talked to her boyfriend in reference to the circumstances of her um, becoming missing, and we started to look for her on the trail. Unfortunately, throughout the night, we were not able to locate her and then the very next day on Sunday at around 1.07 p.m., a citizen who was out on the trail looking for her as well because we had put information out that she was missing uh, had found her off the trail in a wooded area on the trail. And uh, our deputies responded out to the scene where they had found what they saw to be a, uh, a body of a human being. And unfortunately, that body ended up being Rachel Moran. And it was obvious to our deputies at that time when they showed up that this was not some type of accident or uh, it was obvious to them that she had been uh, killed by a uh, murderer at the time. Colonel, can I ask you, because I understand as well that there's a balance between information you can share and information you hold close to the chest in law enforcement so right. that the killer's not tipped off. Was there, was there evidence that her body had been moved to that location or had she been murdered where the body was found? So uh, obviously we're keeping a lot of things very close to the vest on this one because we don't have a um, 
number one proper suspect that we're trying to uh, track down. This is an incident where it could be a random act of violence. And we, we very much wish to, we could say it wasn't just a, a random act of violence at this time because there is a lot of fear in our community. So to say anything really about the crime scene, I would be remiss in doing that at this point in time. So I really can't talk about that. I will say that if you follow our social media, there's a lot of um, innuendo people, um, social media detectives that are trying to solve the case on their own. And there's a lot of misinformation that's being put out there. And we're asking people, please stop doing that because that really hampers our investigation because there are things that occurred during this incident that only our detectives and the killer should know. Because when we do finally track down a suspect and we're able to make an arrest, we want to make sure we got the right person. Can you then address, not necessarily to um, amplify the misinformation, but can you correct? Is there anything that you have not said yet that you can share to ensure the correct information is out there? Uh, there really isn't, other than to say, like like I said, that it was obvious based on the crime scene that... Um, this was not an intentional act of suicide, and it certainly was not an accident as well. Okay, and this is a small town, right? It's it's a population of 10,000, and it's near Baltimore, but it's definitely a sleepy and safe community. Um, can you speak to how the community has activated and how they've been impacted by this? Yeah, so we are. We're about 30 minutes north of Baltimore City, and like I said earlier, this, this type of crime does not typically happen in Harford County. Uh, we do have, we, we average probably around four to five homicides a year. And we have a very good uh, relationship with our community and people trust us here. And we're able to conduct our investigations and solve most of our homicides. And to have one where we're having uh, a person that could have possibly been randomly assaulted on a walking trail is very disturbing to our community. It's very upsetting to us as well. And Hartford County is a place we just said about 30,000 people in the town of Bel Air, but the county itself is about 403 square miles. And we have about 270,000 residents within the county. And this mom pod trail serves a quite large part of that population because the trail doesn't just go through the town of Bel Air. It goes into other communities in our uh, county as well. And it's, it's, it's a pretty um, widely used place. And we have, as a result of this incident, we want to make sure our community understands that we have a tremendous amount of deployment out on the Mompa Trail now. We have our deputies out patrolling on foot, on bikes, uh, on four-wheelers, and on um, gator-type vehicles that can get up and down the trail fairly quickly. So we want to make sure that our people understand that we're out there and we're, we're trying to keep them safe there. So what is your message then to the surrounding community in addition to don't speculate and hypervigilance? Is it to stay away from that area as you are still canvassing and trying to collect evidence? Is it to you know continue daily activities as normal and know that what you just said, law enforcement's out there protecting them? Um, what, what does the community need to know now? So we want them to feel safe in their community, uh, even though we can't say for sure at this point in time that we have a uh, suspect that that we're looking at particularly, but I want th we want them to still enjoy the mom pod trail, but we want them to be vigilant when they're out on the mom pod trail. Um, make sure you're aware of your surroundings. Uh, if you can go with more than one person, travel in a, in a pair, 
And also, if you feel like something's not right, if you see something suspicious, one, act on that suspicion. Um, if you have your phone with you, which most people would at this time, call somebody so you can tell them what's going on. Call 911 to let us know that, uh, you're, that there's something suspicious is happening on the trail, something that's not making you feel safe. And also, we want our, our community, and our community has been very good with um, following what's going on with this case and feeding us with information. We have over 200 tips. Uh, most recently, we're asking people in our community that if they were out there on Saturday walking on the trail and they happened to take any video while they were out there, even if they think that picture is kind of mundane and doesn't have anything to do with the crime, it may have a piece of evidence somewhere in that picture that helps us. So if they could send those pictures to our detectives or if they could easily, just as easily go on to our Facebook page, the Harper County Sheriff's Office Facebook page and send them to us through there. Uh, we have a tip line established. It, that number is 410-836-5430. And any information you might have about who or possibly could have committed this crime, the police call us. Are the kids in safe hands? Are they in relatives' hands? So, yes, the, the kids are, are, our understanding is yes, the kids are in safe hands. Um, obviously, Rachel was a mother of five. And um, we're, we're feeling for her family and we'd like to bring closure to her family. So any information that people could provide us would be very helpful in that. Again, people hearing information, hearing rumors, having a friend talk about something they think they think know they, they, that they know about the crime scene or about what happened. Uh, please don't spread those rumors on on social media. Call us and let us sort those rumors out. And it might be a good piece of evidence, but you won't know that if you're just spreading it on social media. Call us. Give us the information that you heard. If somebody if if a friend tells you something and you think it's relative to this case, call us and let us know, because we're looking for any little piece of information that can help us bring this case to a closure. Colonel Davis, thank you first and foremost for your service, your vigilance, and undoubtedly what we know uh, will be bringing this killer to justice. And we look forward to hearing about an arrest. If there's anything that you need from us in the way of amplification, please know we are here to help. And um, God bless you, sir, especially in this endeavor of bringing justice to Rachel Morin. Absolutely. Hopefully we'll be able to do that in uh, in the near future. To hear more stories like this, You can listen to our past episodes on the Fox True Crime Podcast. Go to foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts to listen and subscribe. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. If you have a story or topic you want to hear on the show, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at truecrimepodcast at fox.com. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.